Well, it's another show on Marawa Sports Worldwide. Thank you for joining us this evening on Radio 2000 and simulcast on Metro FM. I'm Owen Honey, standing in for Robert Marawa as he continues his recovery process. Well, we've got a, a plenty of action to talk about this evening. We'll be dwelling on crickets and one discipline in cricket in particular, that is blind cricket. Yes, there is a sport such as blind cricket. And we'll be uh, talking about that a bit later on, especially with uh, Cricket South Africa's uh, or blind cricket team and uh, we'll be chatting to the national team coach Michael De Silva we also got a news item on Mamalodi Sundowns coach Pizza Musumani and we'll probably get the the uh the tongue's wagging with regards to that. Later on in the show, we also chat about to the South African Football Players Union about the recent transfers. We all know the transfer window comes to a close on the 2nd of September. So we'll uh, touch base uh, with regards to what's been happening at uh, the uh, the transfer window period, what's been going on in the South African market, international market maybe, but most likely what's been happening right here in South Africa, in particular with the PSL players. Well, first we go to blind crickets on MSW this evening. And blind cricket is a modified version of cricket designed to be played by blind and partially sighted athletes. Blind cricket is fast becoming a major force to be reckoned with on the sporting front. While it was invented in Australia in 1922, that's almost a century ago, with uh, the major differences from regular cricket is that the ball is used, uh, used is significantly larger than the regular ball and is filled with uh, ball bearings to provide audible cues uh, about where the whereabouts of the ball to the visually challenged players. Now to uh, chat more about uh, blind cricket in South Africa, we're joined by the uh, national team coach, uh, Michael De Silva. Good evening, Michael De Silva and, and, and welcome to MSW this evening. Good evening, Owen, and to every listeners as well. Much appreciated. Well, take us through what blind cricket is. I mean, it is a very unique sport and very different from regular cricket then. Yeah, look, I, I've been fortunate to be part of it um, as a player, and I've been honoured with becoming the national coach. Look, uh, cricket is basically cricket. You know, it's, it's exactly the same as sighted cricket. You know, mm-hmm. if you look at all the rules, yes, we have a few adaptions, but it's just as exciting. Sometimes, you know, people think a blind person playing cricket, that's impossible. Mm-hmm. But it does happen, and it is happening. So are the players partially blind? Are they completely blind? What kind of sight do they have? Okay, you, in our cricket, we've got three categories. Mm-hmm. Now, your B1, what we call a B1, he's totally blind. Or he can basically see light, but it's just like white, so he can't identify objects. Mm-hmm. But when they're on the field, they anywhere they use what we call our blockout glasses, which means they can't see anything through it anyway. Mm. Then you get your B2, which I'm also one of them. Mm. The easiest way to explain to you, and not to go through all the technicalities, but the easiest way to explain is where you'll see an object maybe in 60 meters, I'll see it within zero to three meters from Mm. me. Mm. Mm. And then you get your B3s. Um, Basically, same principle. What you'll see in 60 meters, they will see it within six meters from them. Mm. Mm. But... You can still, on the cricket side, you still can be run out, LBWs, you know, things like that yeah. as well. And the duration of the games, do you have test matches, one-day internationals or 50-over crickets and T20s? What is the format that is regularly played? Our main two that we use is uh, ODI, or which is your one-day. You mm-hmm. go, uh, sighted players, 
they used 50 overs usually. Mm. We are 40 overs. Yeah. Um, but we also do the main one, which we're currently doing now, is the T20s. Now, the organization uh, does face face its own challenges other than, you know, players have their own challenges too. But take us through the the, 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 the challenges that the organization is facing. Surely there's a financial uh, injection into a sport like this, but sponsors seem to be hard to, become, to come by, and especially for Blind Cricket South Africa. Yeah, look, unfortunately, that is true. We are very fortunate, like Cricket, they say, do try and help us wherever possible. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, they, they try as far as they can. And we as an organization, we also are the type that like to try things and do things. And, yes, sponsorship is, is very hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we're trying to organize things for our national tournament. You know, next year we got New Zealand coming up here to play us against in Cape Town, which is preparation for the World Cup in 2021. And funding is really, really difficult. All your players aren't professional players, so they got regular jobs as well, I guess. Uh, so they need to support themselves on a, on a daily basis. Yes, but the sad part, majority of them are either students or a lot of them rely on the disability governing oh. grant. Um, so that's what makes things really difficult, you know. Um, and also, like, our big issues are things like transport, you know, sighted mm-hmm. by can climb in a car and off he goes to the sports ground, whereas we always have to make plans or use public transport Mm -hmm. or hire transport, which can get a bit pricey. How do sponsors and somebody that like to donate to uh, Blind Cricket South Africa, how do they get hold of you guys? Look, um, um, I've got uh, Tariq, we got Tariq that's been helping us a lot on Twitter accounts Mm -hmm. at um, Cricket um, blind cricket essay, mm. um, and then they can either contact myself. Look, um, cricket essay. Um, they've also got our contact details yes, as yes. well, so that makes it big. You know, they they really trying to help us grow and really showing us the right path and things mm. like that mm. as well. I believe you got a, a national tournament taking place at the end of September in Durban. Take us uh, through that. Yes, that's quite an exciting one. You know, a lot of the provinces after the last tournament, they've really been picking up, you know, from the way we've been hearing and things like that. Mm. So I think this tournament is going to be really challenging but exciting. The tournament is going to be in Durban at Mm. uh, Northwood High School. Uh, We're also using the Oval. And then there's another primary school, uh, if I remember correctly, it's North North Cliff. I could be mistaken with that one, sorry. Okay. Um, But it's going to be from the 25th to the 28th of September. And mm. then just straight after that, you know, in order to save some costs, mm. we're also going to have a two-day national training squad camp. I see. So the selection criteria or selection process will then take place after that uh, training camp? You see, we, we currently have a set of groups that last year we selected. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be a continuation of that because that's actually where we started to prepare for the World Cup. Mm-hmm. We want to try to be the best we can. You know, South Africa is one country that's very proud of their sports and we don't like to lose. We like to perform and we want to get to the top. So we, what we're doing is we're trying to improve the squad and we're selecting a 20-man squad again, mm-hmm. or, or sorry, 19, after which we'll, we'll have to cut it down to 14 to prepare for February against New Zealand. Mm. 
So at least you've got some international games coming up uh, ahead of the T20 World Cup. But the T20 World Cup, if I'm not mistaken, is only taking place in 2021. That's correct. You know, the thing is, when you build a national team, it's not like building a provincial side where you got, you know, the year, two years, every month you guys get together mm. and you can prepare. You know, when you get to national le- level and you've got very limited funds, you have to try and start as early as possible. Mm. Where will this T20 World Cup uh, be taking place? Um, it's going to be in England. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking um, around about June. So, you know, the pounds get a bit rough. Eh? <laughs> I'm sure it will. I'm sure the pound is going to be, be very rough on the rand. But tell us, you know, T20 World Cup taking place in England. It's not happy hunting grounds for South African teams of late. So we saw what happened to the Proteus at the 2019 World Cup. What are you guys expecting to get out of the T20 World Cup for blind uh, cricketers? Yeah, look, unfortunately, the um, the sighted guys were a bit unlucky. But we've also seen the ladies, you know, they really um, improved so much. And that also made us believe that we can also achieve uh, we do want to climb that ladder. We really mm. want to try and see that we can get to where we used to when we started blind cricket in yeah. South Africa. And we want to try our best to at least get uh, to the semifinals. Mm-hmm. When looking at your past successes, um, South Africa won the uh, world's first test cricket match for blind players. That took place between Pakistan and South Africa, in which uh, so that Pakistan defeated South Africa by 94 runs. And then South Africa won the first blind cricket World Cup back in 1998, defeating Pakistan in the final. So we've had some great success on the international arena. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Like you said, you want to get back to those lofty heights once again. That's correct. Um, we know we got the quality. Uh, we just need to prepare them. And, you know, without the help of the people, even the ones that have been helping us, you know, they really go out of their way to help us and and help us with donations, funding. Um, you know, sometimes it's not always just about the money. You know, you can always help us with different ways. You know, if you know a place, for example, transport or facilities or, you know, even accommodation, you know, all these type of things add up. And And hopefully that's where we can really show our gratitude by performing the way we know we can. Mm-mm. Who are the defending uh, T20 World Cup champions and who are the other strong nations that we could expect to be right up there? Look, the top two countries that's been there for quite a few years now is Pakistan and India. Mm-hmm. I mean, those guys are so far ahead that they actually get uh, um, contracts already. Oh, wow. They, they got professional players already. Um, currently at India, yeah. um, they, 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 their work ethics, their whole attitude is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Pakistan is second. They, they, they're the India's biggest competition, but we've also seen England, Australia. Now New Zealand is rebuilding like we are as well. Mm-hmm. So there's even Sri Lanka, um, Bangladesh, now even Nepal, you know, they've improved a hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds so interesting. Uh, last question that I wanted to find out from you. I mean, you talk about different categories of uh, players citing, but is it is there anything like athletics where you have to wear a blindfold, where you're completely blindfolded, even though you might have some partial sight to make the game more fair? Look, with the B1s, um, that's why they call what we call blockout glasses. So it looks like your normal sunglasses. Yeah. But they, what they've actually done to it is they blacked it out totally. Mm, mm. So if you say you're a B1, then when you put that glasses on, whether you could see a little bit or not, 
you trust me, you can't see anything anyway. <laughs> Whereas your B2s and B3s look uh, like any tests, even um, inside the uh, sports, you've got people always trying funny stuff. But mm-hmm. hopefully as years go on and that we improve on our part, uh, quality of our test where we can improve things like that and make sure everyone is in the right categories um, and things like that. So um, there is already some stipulations that they do put in in order to help a lot that mm. the groups, you won't all of a sudden have a sighted guy playing in blind cricket. Obviously, there's big stars within your team, just like there is in the uh, normal Proteus teams. Uh, take us through who is the outstanding stars within the blind cricket uh, South African team and, and how do they rank compared to their international counterparts? Okay, I'll, if it's okay with you, I'll start first with the guys' names and yeah, things like that. It. So it's a bit easier. Um, well, we've got Johan Schroeder. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a B1. He's basically the one player that's still playing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of the players that we've been in all the World Cups that we've been that we've attended. Mm-hmm. He's also part of the World Cup uh, winning side. Mm-hmm. Then you have someone like Ferdy. Um, he he is from Boland. Mm-hmm. He um, last year's tournament was the first person to score 200 runs wow. in a T20. Yeah. But he was basically the first South African to do it, and if I'm not mistaken, the fourth or fifth in the world to get that right. That's amazing. So. And then you have people like um, 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 Solo, uh, Sonwa Bile Bidle. Mm. Unfortunately, he passed away, but mm. he was not only a national captain, mm. but he was uh, opening batsman, a number one uh, wiki keeper, and he was even part of the Blind Cricket South Africa executive. Mm. So mm. With us, we get to wear quite a few hats sometimes. Wow. And then we got like Boothle mm. uh, Bidle. Mm. Um, he's one of the top. Uh, all-rounders in the country at the moment. Mm. Um, I could be under correction, but if I remember under batting in the last World Cup, I think he was around about number 14. Mm. Mm. And then I got um, Dr. Malinga. He's a B1. He was actually ranked um, number one South African um, in South Africa in the last World Cup, and he was 11th in the world. Mm. Mm. So, and there's a few other players. So I apologize yeah. if I forgot you guys right now. But <laughs> um, we've had we've had the talent. It's just unfortunately we haven't been always been able to prepare as well as mm, we wanted. Mm. And then when you compete against professionals, yeah, you know you have to find that extra something to get you to there as well. Listen, Michael, I'm going to wish you the best of luck. Just take us through when that tournament takes place again. The national tournament at the end of September. The dates once again. Okay, it will be in Durban, yeah. at, uh, Northwood. Mm-hmm. It will be from the 21st to the 28th of, of September. I hope you people will really come out yeah. to watch. Mm-hmm. And we are trying to get some uh, like pitch vision and that on board as well, mm-hmm. where we will be able to stream all the games. Oh, hopefully we get that sorted out. Michael De Silva, thank you so much for your time this evening on MSW, and we wish you the best of luck, and especially in uh, your preparation for the T20 World Cup taking place in 2021. And thank you for giving us all this great opportunity and I wish you all a great evening. You're more than welcome. That's Michael De Silva, national team coach of Blind Cricket South Africa as uh, they prepare for their national tournament taking place at the end of September down in Durban. I hope you get out there if you're in the area to go out and support some of the best players, blind cricketers in the country. Well, we've got more after the break and we chat about Pizzo Masamani in particular.